Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And Julia Show, my talk 1071. Excuse me, everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us on this Wednesday. Don't forget the tickets are on sale for Project Down and Dirty Masterpiece. We'll do that for the Minneapolis College of Art and Design. And we have uh, two ticket price levels. There's a $100 level and then the $50 level. Without going into great detail right now, what we suggest is that you head over to the website and you get all the details on the two price packages. Just use the keyword masterpiece at mytalk1071.com. We would love it if you'd be part of the festivities. Are you getting your Halloween voice on early, no Donnie? Kidding. Something or other. Something I don't know like what was that. going on there, yeah. Okay, so, um, you know, Howard Stern has been out in L.A. doing interviews because there's a lot of stars who live in Beverly Hills who don't make their way to New York City. And he, you know, probably his wife said, come on, let's go. They'll put us up at the Four Seasons. It'll be really fun. We can see Mm -hmm. this, you know, da-da-da. So he's been like, today, Demi Moore was on uh, Monday. I think it was Jennifer Jennifer Aniston. Aniston. But... um, she, so he talked to her, and then, you know, Variety has their power issue out. Yeah. Um, and, like, and sh- there's a big interview in there with Jennifer Aniston. Okay. And uh, she, they, they, Variety asked her about, did she ever work on a Harvey Weinstein movie? We know this, but tell us again. Do you, about with the derailed? Yeah, yeah. Just say it. And she, she did, derailed with Clive Owen. Yeah. And he was everywhere today. He's promoting He's, something. Yeah, he is. He looks very different. He does? Meaning, is that a good thing to say when you look different, or is it a bad thing? I don't know. He just looked different. He didn't... I guess I haven't seen him for a while. We haven't... He. We think of him as so H-O-T. Yeah. Are you not getting that vibe? Well, Julie, the last time I probably thought of him as hot as... Maybe... I don't know. I just thought he just... I was like, wow. Like, it was like going from seeing James Spader in Hmm. Pretty in Pink to... To to Black. Whatever's that black thing black TV show or whatever that blacklist that blacklist, blacklist. You're right, like, is that the same guy yeah anyway really? <laughs> okay. that is such a perfect analogy because James Spader was so beautiful hot. and pretty and then and you pink. see him and yeah uh, yeah okay so she worked on uh, derailed with Clive Owen which yep. I don't really remember she said I remember when his when Georgina's clothing line Marquesa was starting. That's when he came to visit me in London where we were shooting. He'd be like, okay, so I'd like you to wear one of these to the premiere. And I went through the book, and at the time, it wasn't what it is today, which is just BS. I don't know why she couldn't just say that, but she said, it was not for me. And he was like, you have to wear the dress. And that was my only bullying. And I was like, no, I will not wear the dress. I was like, what is he going to do? Come over and make me wear it? And then she... They said, do you have any other what var- variety? Do you have any other Harvey, Harvey story? Did you know that? 
No, tell me that. Okay, and she said, I remember sitting at a dinner table with Clive and the producers of Derailed, and a friend of mine was sitting with me, and Weinstein literally came to the table and said to my friend, get up. Are you kidding? And I was like, oh my gosh. And so my friend got up and moved, and Harvey sat down. It was such a level of gross entitlement and piggish behavior. And if you'll remember, two years ago, Felicity Huffman did uh, confirm that Harvey Weinstein threatened to stop financially supporting the promotion of her 2005 Oscar-nominated drama, Trans America, yes. which couldn't even get made now. Right. Because they could just hire somebody trans to play the role of exactly. Felicity. Um, but he, if she didn't wear Marquesa. I remember. and 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 uh, But Jennifer had... Blue more clout she than had way Felicity more, Huffman. Yes. Yeah. To say no. Yes. Completely. Okay. So that. So okay. I just remember that Felicity had confirmed yes, that a couple right. years ago uh, at the uh, Me Too as a story to come Get forward up. with. And there was somebody Get else. Up. And That's we had heard rude. that. Yeah, we did. And Georgina has never said anything, you know, about that. But people quit wearing her for a long time, and I like that Jen threw her a bone. Not like, like it is today. It was crap. I, it was very ice skater, frilly, frippery. And she's such a short person you don't want to be covered with. She's I got always a sleek look. You know, there's a little rumor that's mm-hmm. not a rumor, but you know how um, Kanye has bought all that spot, that spot in Wyoming, and Wyoming doesn't want him there. The town doesn't want him there at this place because it's too much ruckus for the town. Have they not watched the Kardashians? He said they were going to move to Chicago, too. Kim is in charge of that relationship. Well, apparently, he might have been flying around. Mm -hmm. In a drone? um, In a helicopter, (laughs) the Bozeman area. Looking for land? Mm -hmm. Looking for land, and he was very normal and funny. What if the Kardashians end up owning most of America? (laughs) Well, <laughs> it could happen. Yeah. I, bet find, I bet they find a place in Jackson Hole because that's more celebrity. Mm-hmm. You know, there's way more celebrities in Jackson Hole. Santa Bullock lives there. You know, it's a ve- very much more celebrity driven. Yeah, I don't know. The yeah. Kardashians must be filming in Armenia because they're all there with their kids. It's National Armenia Day or something. Two no, days today's ago. Yom Kippur. Oh, I know. But yesterday there was something. Oh, there. But there. they're filming. They're filming, mm-hmm. I'm sure. You're supposed you say have a meaningful fast. Yes, people probably already yes, started. Yes, yes. It started. High holy. Didn't day. it start mm-hmm. yesterday? It started just today, today. till tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so let's see. Okay. How about this? Now, only radar and line is um, posting this. Gossip cop hasn't even said anything yet, but supposedly, and the reason why. This language right here about Meg Ryan and John Mellencamp, they had a massive blow-up. Isn't that so English to say? Yeah. Massive. When when did this happen? Massive is, that word Are they not together again? Well, if we can believe it, because this could be just a completely massively made-up story. Because just a mere... Six weeks ago, they were Meg Ryan to People Magazine said, I'm just happy to be in an, our engagement. It's a state of grace, blah, blah, blah. Well, I don't know. I just thought an insider to John Mellencamp or Meg Ryan wouldn't use the mm. word massive. That's a very British thing. Mm. So that makes me think it's coming from the British mind of some clever, mm. 
clever yeah, person. You know John well, can radar, be volatile. Well, I know that's why it could, it's a kernel of a made-up story, okay. but the insider being a British person, paddling. It's only showing up on Radar Online yeah. and PopCulture.com, but more exciting is yeah. that. So I don't think, I don't know. I, I don't believe it. It could be, that's like a shot-in-the-dark story. That could be 50% true it's a on any given day. It exa- well, With those two. Exactly. They feel very volatile. To me, for some reason. But he went on that talk show. Yeah. He said, she hates me, and he knows, and so she must have, I don't know. I think, John, I think they're still together. All right, I hope so. I think so. this is just a made-up story. So. All right. Um, Angelina is in London with the kids. They've now gone from Japan to Rome to, to London. London. She's wearing another incredible I am single and ready to mingle <laughs> Red carpet dresses. This is black, a beautiful black dress. Fitted Versace, Julia. <laughs> I mean, she's feeling it. She's and really you, feeling she's just it. feeling it so much. They're not divorced yet. Oh, we've, we know that. I they, know. They have too many chateaus. It's, and that Chateau Marivelle, I think, is worth a gob of money. Yeah. And their, their vineyard. The plan is to pass the Chateau. To the family, right. for their children to own and operate, but they might want to reconsider that six kids might not agree. Well, one hundred percent, and that I think is the plan when you're together. That this would be the place that we'll always go, go. for holidays. We'll always spend time here with all the kids. This would be a great place. There's right. enough to do for everybody, and it's big enough. But God. I think that's being rethought. Do you think Angelina and Brad will end up being like uh, Demi and Ashton and Bruce Willis? Never. Or they vacation together? Never. No. You don't think so? That, <sighs> never. Never. All right. Nope. Okay. And never. Okay. <laughs> Do you, Laurie? Come on. Well, I was through. I wanted to throw it out there just to see. Mm-mm. And Donnie doesn't think so either. No, not going to happen. Not gonna happen. Okay. So Nicole Kidman looking amazing Ooh. on the Variety Women's cover or whatever. She looks good in black netting. <laughs> Remind us just to do a picture if, sometime if and we, just get some netting. I'm going to say take that, a photo. Lori, because I just got new laundry bags. They're white, yes. but we could just put the white netting over us like, and see what happens. No, I like the black because it's just like a, your fish. You've got your fishnet head. Okay. We want to be fishnet. <laughs> But that's, maybe that's, that's really a, a good gorgeous. distraction. Isn't it gorgeous? It's a good it's distraction. Who's talking? Okay. Yes. Okay. Sorry. sorry. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm talking I think it would and be, Nicole I think it would be a good distraction if you're feeling like your makeup isn't good that day, if you're feeling wrinkly and we have to do a photo shoot. Let's, let's do that when we play oh. Shazam. When um, Hannah comes in here on Friday and she does yep. Facebook Live, let's just wear netting. We're netting. And how, I mean, how many soap <laughs> operas have we watched where the beautiful widow comes oh, into the church? Who looks more lovely netting, than netting? Netting. A and maybe she gal. has a hat and she's got this netting and then just all this dramatic, beautiful makeup. And you're just like, oh, it's so glamorous. So there's Nicole looking just fetching as hell okay so we need to get that for uh she does look beautiful doesn't she yeah she really does i was reading a a story that it was like they were keith urban's stepdad now is dying his dad died a year ago and his stepdad i think is very ill um and then they said maybe it's trouble in paradise and i'm like there is no trouble in that paradise those two love 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 each other yeah they're crazy two-thirds by lizzo has now sold over 35 million units in the u.s good love that all right listen we got to go it's time for the dirt alert 
is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly, we are here and we're ready for our Wednesday Lizzo Day of Dirt. <gasps> yes, Lizzo is at the Armory tonight. You so guys excited. are both going, yeah, right? Going. Yes, we are. Fantastic. I can't wait for the review tomorrow. Uh, let's talk about an update regarding the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard oh. legal war, mm. is what the blast is calling it. Elon Musk, Amber Heard's former boyfriend, by the way, the CEO of Tesla, has been officially subpoenaed by Johnny Depp and his legal team in this legal battle with Amber Heard. Musk is being asked to turn over all communications, including text messages with Amber Heard on or about the time of her alleged domestic violence incident with Johnny Depp. So the date that they are looking for is on or around the time in 2016 where Amber Heard alleges that Johnny Depp hit her and she had that black eye. So they're asking Johnny Johnny Depp's legal team for Elon Musk to hand over basically everything. Conversations, telephone calls, letters, email, memoranda, reports, telegraph, faxes. I mean, everything that happened around the date of May 21st, 2016. That's when Amber claims that Johnny Depp assaulted her in their Los Angeles home. And uh, the blast has reported that several witnesses have testified to seeing Elon Musk enter Johnny Depp and Amber Heard's home around the time of the incident. Excuse me. Say that again. Mm-hmm. That's say what, that, that's that what the time. blast is saying, that several witnesses have testified to seeing Elon Musk enter that apartment in Los Angeles that Johnny Depp and Amber Heard shared around the time of the incident. There was footage of the elevator with? around that time with Elon Musk going in with Amber Heard. I thought it was the other guy. James, that, Franco. James Franco. Well, that James Franco too, and I wouldn't be surprised if he got wrangled into all of this, but the blast with the blast is reporting that there are several people who also saw Elon her. Musk. Right. And so whatever. It's like Reese Witherspoon having having to testify right. in the Ryan Phillippe's yes. girlfriend about assault. Right. She's having to testify. Mm-hmm. Because she would have knowledge of how he was. Exactly. Or, I guess they've ruled it admissible. Yeah. I mean, they are going after any and all communication that Elon Musk had with Amber Heard at the time. So we shall see what comes of this. This is that ongoing well, it's a, defamation suit. Yeah, yeah, because it's legal. To follow subpoenas. You are supposed to. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you are supposed uh-huh. to follow them. So this is regarding that ongoing defamation lawsuit. Uh, Amber Heard. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast writing that op-ed in the Washington Post, never exactly naming Johnny Depp, but pretty much alluding to their relationship and the domestic violence that she said she experienced while with Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp saying that, um, yeah, you're basically talking about me, so I'm suing you now for $50 million for defamation. So that's where all of this is I, I coming. I wish that with. she hadn't written that no? law, that, no? that, uh, that piece. No, I know it, and it 100% worked against him. I get it. Yeah. Where he's but coming I mean, from. Like, I wish she had, I don't know, written it and then signed the NDA or something. No. Or, like, did something so because she could have been, like, she could have out-tricked him. 
Yeah, so we shall see. I believe that this case is heading to court early next year. I want to say I don't have the exact information in front of me, but we it, have it, so it is so many celebrities in court. Yeah, we really do have a That's lot. That's going to be a new segment: in celebrities yeah. in court. Celebrities <laughs> in court. Who is there now today? Uh, moving on from that story uh, to Rihanna on the cover of November issue of Vogue magazine. She's looking quite fabulous. Yeah, we posted it. Oh, looks, do you love this tool? Peach Lori coat? wants to try to get the the cape. And that I'm cape like, coat. It's, isn't it gorgeous? Yeah, with she the looks. Ribbons? She looks stunning. The ribbons. She looks like a Vermeer painting. Yeah, from, mm-hmm. like very, very classic uh, on the cover there. And she's talking about a lot of stuff. But one of the things she's talking about is confirming the rumors that she turned down the headlining performance at Super Bowl uh, 2019, so she could have been the headliner this last year instead of Maroon Five, I lest know. we forget yeah. that they were the headliners. And she is saying that it's because. Uh, of Colin Kaepernick and his actions back in 2016. She said of performing at the Super Bowl, she couldn't dare do that. She said, for what? Who gains from that? Not my people. I just couldn't be a sellout. I couldn't be an enabler. These things within the organization that I could not agree with, I was not about to go and do and be of service of them in any way. So this was pre-Jay-Z is involvement yeah. yes, it was. with the Super Bowl yes. organization because Rock Nation. I st- yeah, I still think she'd turn him down. I do too. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think I so do. as well. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oprah Winfrey is on the cover of the latest issue of People magazine. It's their Women Changing the World issue. And she is opening up about why she chose not to marry Stedman Graham and why she didn't have kids with him. She says, I don't have regrets and that she was working 17 hour days on the Oprah Winfrey show. And she's like, I don't know, I have time. For, for kids, for mm-hmm. kids, How for this she family. Give, she just gave she like millions college, of dollars, fifteen million dollars, yeah. and yeah, she has How fun been, to be that rich and oh. just write checks like that. <laughs> right, exactly. And she also said that the responsibility of parenthood is something that she didn't take lightly. And she realized that while she was doing her hosting gig on the Oprah Winfrey show, she's like, I did lots of interviews with a lot of messed up people and they are messed up because they had mothers and fathers who were not aware of how serious that job was. Oprah says, I don't have the ability to compartmentalize the way I see other women do. It is why throughout my years, I have had the highest regard for women who choose to be at home with their kids because I don't know how you do that all day long. Nobody gives women the credit they deserve. True that. Yeah. Oprah, I recognize the same thing in me too. (laughs) That I was not going to be good at this job called motherhood, and I was, and I've never had, I don't ever, I haven't had one single regret about it. Mm. I know. I feel just good. I feel like it's that's the way it should have been. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When you know, you know. know, When you know, you know. And I think that Oprah. She knows herself. And she said regarding her relationship with Stedman Graham, she's like, you know, I thought about getting married, but I worked 17 hour days. I would come home to the dogs. I had Stedman and he wasn't demanding on her. He allowed her. The relationship had the Mm -hmm. space for her to be able to pursue her job at the Oprah show in a way that she felt like being married wouldn't have allowed her. Sometimes when you are the wifey or whatever, you know, there is a... There is something about that. That's, I mean, I have a very dear friend. She and her guy have been together for like 28 years, but they have never gotten married. And she is convinced if they right. got married, their relationship would, would change. change. That's she exactly what, what Oprah yeah. said. She said, I, I believe I would have changed if we had married. Our relationship 
would have changed if yeah. we were married. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on to Victoria's Secret. They're trying to stay relevant in 2019. Bless their hearts. And uh, they're featuring their first size 14 model now. Her name is Allie well, Tate Cutler. This is time. why. I mean, is this so... Drexler who ran Victoria's I mean, Secret? That guy Drexler. Mickey Drexler? Yeah. I don't think he ran Victoria's Secret. He, Banana Republic. He ran the Gap. And J. Crew. And J. Crew. Okay. Uh, Victoria's Secret. They are so behind the time. They are. I mean, that's they are. size they, 14 and yeah. it's the year 2019. Yeah. I mean, they're ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Allie Tate Cutler, this model, she wrote on her Instagram, I believe I'm the first size 14 on Victoria's Secret. Regardless, I'm pretty stoked to work with a brand I idolized when I was a teen. Great step in the right direction for bodies. Just it's just that's kind of shocking mm-hmm. how behind the signs they were on that one. They really let it all pass by them. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I was checking out Victoria's Secret online recently. It was just one of those things you're curious or like, what's going yeah. on over here? And and they are so behind the times. Yeah. I mean, Fenty Beauty is here. We've got skims here. We've mm-hmm. got all sorts of body inclusivity. Yeah. Victoria's Secret's still on their home page. It just is such a lack, and it's like, yeah. ooh, you know, you're going to be left behind. I mean, I think the relevancy of Victoria's Secret, it's where is it today? Right. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I know. it. No more juicy uh, tracksuit. I mean, I just, just look people, of it. I don't know. They just, like, they are look very dated with all of I this. think they're trying to change, but this seems so silly. Well, it, it seems like they should have done this, like, yeah. five years ago. At the very least. least. At the very least. Okay, what's happening on the roads? And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. I am shocked at your behavior. (laughs) What do we got? Well, what do we have? Okay, so this was the headline that drew me into this vintage scandal. Sex, cocaine, and caviar at the Quilted Giraffe. Um, New York's most debauched restaurant where Jackie O was a regular and Madonna and Warren Beatty famously met there while Trump held court at his favorite table at this restaurant. It's called the, what? It was called the Quilted Giraffe. I've never heard of this. Well, 1975 to 1992 is when it was open. And it was America's most expensive restaurant. Ruth Reichel, if you follow her online, she has pictures of quilted giraffe um, restaurant menus and they're considered really one of the first people this uh, Barry and Susan wine to grow their farm to table way before farm to table right. became okay so if you're like really a foodie you can look at ruthreichel.com and she's got quilted giraffe menus oh, okay. so um, so Barry and Susan wine originally opened it up in upstate New York quilted okay. giraffe and then they moved it to Manhattan and it opened and they um they he bought a navy rolls royce that he would deliver people home if they had too much to drink oh like an uber service Mm -hmm. i absolutely love that and then he also if uh, the if someone wanted to purchase a a, a cuban cigar because remember they're illegal Mm -hmm. uh and so he he offered those he offered those and uh movie stars rock stars socialites Wall Street millionaires, they all uh, went there. A former employee said there's a a photo book out too about this. Said there was so much money. It was the 80s. People were doing coke everywhere. And it became famous because Barry was 
the chef, even yes. though he didn't really have any training. And his wife, Susan, ran the front of the house, very right. much what you would see at a French restaurant. And um, But he was just like a real jokester, and you never knew what was happening. They called him being the first guy to break the fourth wall at a restaurant. Oh, really? Okay. Okay, so... They had this appetizer that Barry Wine came up with called the Beggar's Purse. And it was a bundle of beluga caviar and creme fraiche. Is that how you say that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Topped with gold leaf. And then you had to eat it with your hands in handcuffs tied to the okay, side of the chair. Absolutely. Huh. Hyster- okay, that's hysterical. Wow. I love that image. Jeez. And people would come to watch and see. And Donald Trump was a regular patron right. of the quilted giraffe because. And and he let it be known he preferred the table in front of the bathroom so he knew whose hand he didn't want to shake. You know, he's a well-known germaphobe. Yes, yes, yes. And other guests that were regulars at Quilted Giraffe were Jackie O, Woody Allen, Mick Jagger, Gwyneth Paltrow and her parents, mm-hmm. Diane Sawyer, Yoko Ono, Shirley McLean, Ber- Bernie Madoff, and a whole bunch of Wall Street men who called themselves the Lucky Sperm Club oh, wow. because they had inherited wealth. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, that is a good reason yeah, to call it that. Yeah. Um, and uh, let's see. Okay. So Adnan Khashoggi, the billionaire Saudi arms dealer mm-hmm. who was incriminated in the Iran Contra affair, was dining the same night the scandal broke. He used the restaurant's private line where they bring the telephone out to your table to tell his pilot, keep the jets running. I'm on my way. (laughs) Um, Barry Wine launched the careers of Tom Colicchio, Jose Andres, but denied Thomas Keller a job. Interesting. Uh, Also... um, Okay, so for it was, for many years, it was the most expensive restaurant. If if the eighties were the party, the nineties were the hangover, and the draft was heading towards extin- uh, extension before the Clinton years ever arrived. But on any given night, it was like a who's who of New York's power people. Woody Allen always sat at table seven. Um, Mia Farrow, Diane Keaton, and Adnan Khashoggi also liked that table. Warren Beatty liked table six. Uh, Gianni Agnelli, Fiat. Yes. He liked table five, blah, blah, blah. Mr. and Mrs. Walter Cronkite, the Andy Rooney's, Don and Marilyn Hewitt. It was just everybody. The pictures are so cute of Madonna back then. Well, and here's the story with Madonna and, um, Old, what's his name? Warren Baby. Beatty. Okay, oh, so what's here's. His name? Yeah, I know it. <laughs> it just had a je ne sais quoi. And uh, Barry Wine said, I always called myself the co conspirator in Warren's seduction of Madonna because he helped um, the romance between those two blossom during their filming of Dick Tracy. Yes. But they cemented it with their. Nights at the Quilted Giraffe. Got it. Well, he was still pretty hot. Uh, yes, and Barry yeah. once sent to Warren Beatty's table a beggar purse packed with peanut butter as a joke instead of the caviar and crumb sure. crush. And another time he would hide fake food, like a piece of plastic broccoli mixed in with his vegetables, or he'd jam a plastic egg into the mashed potato. And people loved it because you couldn't go to these other French restaurants and at just, the time in New York, it was so fancy, right? And he was a big practical joker. And according to Town and Country, Bunny Mellon left her diamond cuff at oh. the restaurant, and she sent her driver back to get it along with a fifty dollar tip. 
and it was there. Yes. And uh, Jackie uh, O was yes. a regular there. And also, um, uh, um, like Henry Kissinger supposedly got bombed one night and had to be taken home in the Navy Rolls Royce. Um, and all the Wall Street lucky sperm guy yes. clubs, they all were big in, they wanted the Cubans. And um, another person remembers uh, the time that, um, uh, like, Barry, like, the menu, what the prices were. He would just raise everything $5 every three months. <laughs> I love his that restaurant he, at philosophy. Would, at least he would print, print a price. Remember when we went to Mr. Chow's and there was no price on anything? Yeah. There's just no prices. And you're just like, oh, okay. Lori, it looks like it was fun. Oh, yeah. And also, like one time, Barry's wife, Susan, kicked three drunk women out of the restaurant, but they said they wouldn't go. So she found out what coats they had, and they all had fur coats, and she threw them out the door out the door in front of their like window. They were taking up too much time. Yep. Okay, that's hysterical. To get them out of the restaurant. Mm-hmm. There was unbelievable demand. The quilted giraffe. The quilted giraffe. A lot of wild things. I mean, back when they started doing stuff, there was no arugula or foie gras, you know, nothing like that. It was really the very disciplined French cuisine. Those were the fancy restaurants in New York. And And this was in the Sony Tower, which is now the AT&T Tower in New York. How fun. I mean, and this is pre-cameras and pre-everything, so things could happen. You didn't have to worry about someone getting a picture of you or something. Yeah, he, he because he didn't have formal training of Nouvelle Cuisine, mm-hmm. he just threw everything up in the air, and he didn't care if it was not done. I love it. And uh, people who are looking at the menu, um, like Tom Calicchio, I mean, everyone knows who that is, but... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Looking at the menu, the comments on Ruth Reichel's page mm-hmm. is that you could serve any of this stuff in a restaurant today. It was very progressive and modern, wow. but he was just a nut and people were crazy at this restaurant. And it was uh, inspired by a restaurant fr- from Scottsdale called the Quilted Bear, if, oh. which which is where her parents, his I wife's like parents lived. I know. it. So the prefix dinner was... Uh, $75. Everyone was afraid to be expensive, and Barry wasn't. So he would just <sighs> increase everything by $5 every three months. Yeah, I love, fine. love, love mm-hmm. this. So, yeah, it would arrive at your table, this beggar's purse, mm-hmm. in the palm of a gilded plaster hand, or on top <laughs> of, like, some candle pillars, and then the handcuffs, and you'd have to close your eyes and take the entire treat down in one bite as their hands were... Shackled to the chrome railings. I mean, that would make and people it be then exciting would come and fun. into yes. the dining room to watch you. Yes, beggar's purse, a little tiny savory appetizer. Lori, this is a good story, isn't it? Yeah, we got to so, go though. All right, we got to go. Mm-hmm. That's it. Well, we're we're too young to have experienced the quilted giraffe, but, but I'm I glad think to a, know about it. I'm so glad to know about it. I feel like something like that should come back. Yeah. All right. Listen, we'll be right back with the rest of the headlines. She likes to listen to our show, Lori. So I just thought I'd give her a little shout out. I'm just I'm looking to see what she's uh, 
Where is she? She. We've uh, got we've got the GPS on Lizzo's feet. Uh, yeah, she's retweeting a radio station who said to stream Truth Hurts, and then she said, "I vinyl heads. We still got signed Truth Hurts records. Click click click." I saw this. Did you? Yes. And Taylor Swift retweeted her. Swiftians and lesbians reunite. Yes, I or love unite. it. I love it. All right, we have to give That's a shout fun. out for an event tomorrow night. Um, a benefit, longtime listeners. It's tomorrow night at seven o'clock at Bryant Lake Bowl. It's a sports suicide prevention. Um, we got a note about um, this couple's um, future son-in-laws organizing the event in, to honor his sister Ellen. Who was a classically trained pianist who he lost to suicide in January. And it's going to be tomorrow night and there's going to be live music and all proceeds will go directly to the Greater Minnesota American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and uh, Korean Adoptee Ministry and Camp um, attended by Ellen and her youth. So many thanks to all who come. It makes it more bearable doing things for her, Ellen. And well, that, yeah, the stigma of suicide is. Ugh. It's tomorrow night at the Bryant Lake Bowl at seven p.m. Yeah, so I, I like it when somebody like tries, you know, make something yeah. out of something that you just can't just make tragic. sense of. Yeah, yeah. So that's so. Cool. Thanks for the note, Pam, and um, we hope people go out to that. And other um, just news of yes. the day that I was just glad to see that um, our boyfriend from All My Children and Entertainment Tonight, Cameron Matheson. Uh, you know, he had kidney cancer and he yes. let us know. And he co-hosts Hallmark's Home and Family. Yes. And he had surgery three weeks ago to remove a tumor. And uh, he's the prognosis is very optimistic. I'm glad because he said he felt weird for years. Yes. Yes. You and kidney cancer, that. you know, you're like, oh, that could have been really spread and metastasized Absolutely. other places. So he's feeling good and all the entertainment shows... Have been now that he's spoken out about it, right? They've all kind of covered it, right? Extra wished him well and Axis Hollywood. He's such a great guy. Remember how nice he was to us at the SAGs? He's a great guy. He's a great guy. He sat down with us like two years in a row. He was so wonderful, yeah. So, like him a lot, yeah, like him a lot. And we haven't seen him on the red carpet. It's like for the SAG Awards, they kind of now will. I really wonder if they're going to divide it up because everything well, they partner with. With people well i know but that, i'm just saying that um there's all the award shows are coming so close together right. divide and conquer so someone doesn't have to work every night they're so mm-hmm. close together they're, so close they're together. every weekend starting the very first weekend in january yeah. yeah you've got something to do every sunday night people are you pleased that gwen stefani is going to be the fashion icon prize at people's choice awards i on, think she deserves it which, you know e is presenting that now. They are? Yes. Off of CBS. Okay, well, you know what? I think that she deserves it. She came out with that lamb line so many years ago. And And the Harajuku lover she she did. She's done a lot for fashions. I mean, she's... I think she deserves it. But let's go back to that CBS doesn't have it anymore and it's going to be on E. Well, I'm not going to watch it. Did you... Would we you, never watch the People Chase Award. I believe I do tape that award. Okay, bless your heart. Enjoy Where everybody it. knows they're winning in advance. Yeah, Lori, yes, I, I hope you enjoy it because I uh, and thank you I, in advance for watching it for us. Well, maybe not every year, but if I find out somebody big, like I remember a few years ago, Johnny Depp won, and I watched because Johnny was good. But again, be on. like Donnie said, everyone knows no, in advance. Yeah. So everyone in the audience is there because. So yeah. if you just 
They'll leak out. She was one of the first people to take a musical thing and go into a lifestyle. She really was with fashion. Yeah. So I think her and J-Lo with the glow line at her burgers that we loved. She's 18 fragrances. Gosh, I can't even believe it. I thought... um, Haley Baldwin is on the cover of Australia Vogue, not to be confused with Rihanna on the cover of Vogue Vogue for November, but... Um, we could be on the cover of, you know, I, Greenland Vogue. Woodbury well, Vogue. I never mm-hmm. thought much about Hailey Baldwin until really she made married Bieber, and I hate to say it, but I find her more interesting now that she's married to him. Well, of course. We didn't think of any... We know a little bit more about her. We've seen her talk. But here, I think she's, she's stunning, but you hit it, Lori, because there's some faces that are just mature-looking. She has... She doesn't look like she's. Ha- she just looks older. She looks, yeah. She's, like Faye I can, Dunaway looked like that in her exactly 20s, like, too. I see her looking. Meryl Streep looked older. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I see her with gray hair looking the exact same. Yeah. If she'd age. Yeah. Yeah. I totally well, do. Vogue Australia asked her about was marriage so hard? Because if you remember when they got married in the courthouse, they talked about how that they were in counseling right away. Absolutely. And people were just like, wow, okay. That's a little but, fast. But, but they didn't know each other before they got married. Not really. He'd just broken up with Selena yeah. uh, for the fifth time. And she said, um, I said that when we first got married. Look, marriage is always going to be hard. Specifically, I said that there were a lot of new things. I'd never lived with somebody before. I'd never had to cohabitate. I never with had sex. Yeah, we were trying to bend each, bend in each other's direction and learn what was comfortable. Blah, 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 blah. I'm worried about these kids. It's already so hard. But that was only one year in. It's already hard. They're in marriage counselor. They that's had to, because they don't have to do it. She had to works. embroider on the dress till death do us part. I thought that was just an Instagram script. I didn't know. No, that. Listen, once it's sewn on, it's it's for sure. Yeah. It's going to last forever. I, having that on a bridal veil is akin to flying a Stacky. $4.99 uh, t- my ties <laughs> available at the beach right now. I, I don't want that to be a thing. I, I can guarantee sewing sewing sayings on on veils. On veils. $4.99 my yeah. time. Well, what an analogy. Well, because that's what it's that. like. It's like it's it, it cheapens it. It's tacky. Yeah, okay. It cheapens it. It's tacky. It's part. It's like yeah. this custom-made wedding gown. Yeah. I was, what if it said I do? I was shocked. What no. if it said I do? That would be one step up in the tacky department. <laughs> it's not bottom you level. You know what's tonight, though? And I don't know if tickets are available at the door, but Fashionopolis is at Aria. Oh, yeah. Tonight. Well, they so, have stand-up. Is yeah. standing room only. And that's that a like fun night bucks. if people are looking for something fun to do tonight. Yeah, that's what we'd be doing if we totally. weren't in demand and hadn't bought tickets for Lizzo. Lori, we are excited. crashing energy, Pilates, and fitness Christmas well, we party. we bought tickets, so how can it be crashing? I refuse to accept of this as crashing when we paid for tickets. That's a valid point. Thank we're, you, Donald. Okay, we're in the suite with... I I refuse to not feel like a guest for my own ticket that I paid for. Deborah, I swear to God, I hope you're listening right now. I do too, because she would agree with yeah. me. You're being the tacky version of that wedding veil right now, <laughs> telling me this story at the when I'm all I'm excited a, to go. Now I'm supposed to feel like I'm a tacky wedding oh, crasher. Oh, you aren't. You'd never oh. feel that way, Lori. I swear I'm, to God, that would be nothing. You never feel. We'll be right back tomorrow.